Hello and welcome back to another SEU Buzz podcast. I'm currently on Yugambe country and today we are joined with Southern Cross University's Dr. Antonia Canosa, a social anthropologist that is using her academic prowess to change the lives of the youth of Byron. Before we get started, I would like to acknowledge the traditional custodians of the country which we meet upon today, the Yigambe and the Kumbamere people. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Antonia's latest research involves looking at through the eyes of young people who live in a destination town, in this case the Byron Shire, and how it shapes their perceptions about life, self, and their community, the environment, and even their aspirations. Her research not only has been published in a high-ranking journals, but has also inspired a youth-led theatre production in the Byron Shire, and most unexpectedly, a grassroots movement led by a team of young people and other key stakeholders who have established the Byron Way Pledge. Unlike so many other researchers who focus on the impacts of tourism from predominantly an adult perspective, Antonia's work is globally unique and bringing the voices of children and young people to the forefront about an issue which directly impacts their daily lives. Welcome to the podcast, Antonia. Oh, hi, Lauren. Thank you for having me on the podcast. What is your favourite place that you have travelled to? Oh, well, I grew up in a very beautiful part of Italy, um, which you may have heard of, called Positano on the Amalfi Coast. And I have travelled around the world, but I haven't seen a a town as beautiful as Positano. So I must say it's my hometown. (laughs) That sounds amazing. My ancestors are actually from Italy. I'm Italian descent. It's funny how we all sort of like come from different places and, and travel now is just so like crazy and, and easy to get around the, the world, which is so cool. Yes, before COVID, that is. <laughs> yes, before that. <laughs> how did your project come about? Obviously, you have a passion for tourism. Yeah, so this particular project, um, it's a very collaborative and participatory project, which um, actually came about while I was doing my PhD. Um, I did my PhD a couple of years ago. I was exploring how children and young people growing up in a popular tourist destination like Byron Bay um, sort of negotiate a sense of identity and belonging um, with the continuous flow of visitors and, and you know, how, how they cope with some of those issues related to tourism activity in their town. So. As part of my PhD, I interviewed um, close to 100 young people in the community and I also interviewed about 20 youth workers and key stakeholders. And that's how I met uh, Lisa Apostolides, who is the director of the Byron Youth Theatre. And we've been in conversation for several years now um, to try and set up this project. And we really wanted this project to be um, youth-driven The project is really about young people going out in their community and researching these issues themselves. And based on the findings of the research, they've created a very innovative um, theatre performance, which is called Our Home Holiday Town. 
And it's been a fantastic collaboration with Byron Youth Theatre, with my colleagues at CCYP, mm-hmm. Centre for Children and Young People, um, Dr Catherine Simmons, and the Acting Deputy Vice-Chancellor Students, Dr Peter Cook. So, yeah, re- really fantastic project. So the, the people that you gathered, what could you tell me about them, like their age and what nationalities were they like? Did you grab like a different amount of people? Yeah, so um, we worked, so because this is a participatory project, we worked closely with the young people at Byron Youth Theatre um, and they are aged between 15 and 25 and they went out in the community and collected peer interviews. So they interviewed their friends, family, networks and tried to collect as varied data as possible. And then they analyze those findings. We analyze them together during what workshops. And by interpreting them, it's it's really interesting because they are actually embodying some of those findings. So the performance is actually an embodied act of what they found during their research. And I think it's it's fantastic because it's re- it really shows how young people in the community want to be activists and really want to lobby for change. Um, and they want to find more responsible and sustainable forms of tourism in Byron. What were like some of the things that like were they concerned about certain things? What was the findings of the um, group? Yeah, so um, the young people that were interviewed care deeply about the community and they sort of identified some of the negative impacts of tourism um, on the environment, like things like littering or, you know, the the beer bottles that are left behind on the beaches after a beach party, Um, the antisocial behaviours of, you know, things like uh, events like schoolies, Um, but also more, you know, social problems like housing affordability and homelessness and disrespect for Aboriginal sacred sites. Um, So they, they had a lot to discuss but obviously there just needs to be a balance um, and you know trade-off between the economic benefits and the social problems you know lack of affordable housing is a big issue at the moment and local families and young people are being pushed out of the community so I think the findings um, really suggest that young people want to find more socially and environmentally just forms of tourism. Yeah and I I definitely think as well that all of those things that you mentioned, like the littering and things like that, they not only impact the community but impact, I guess, the land as well yes. and sort of how especially like Aboriginal um, and First Nation people like sort of connect to their country as well. Yes, yeah, absolutely. Talking about impacting on like a day-to-day level, how do you think tourism impacts the lives of people in that Byron Shire area on a day-to-day level as well? Um, yeah, so so things, you know, things have changed during COVID um, and, you know, we saw a complete lack of visitors to the area and, and businesses struggling. So I think one of the enduring issues is, is the lack of affordable housing and the fact that rental properties are, are so expensive. Um, and it's really changing the fabric of the community, especially, you know, with the impacts of COVID and, and the lockdowns, um, we have a lot more city siders coming to the area and wanting to buy up and move to regional areas such as Byron. And this was something that the young people really um, discussed at length during our workshops. The other thing I think 
this again before COVID, Byron's got a bit of a reputation as a party town. So the young people in our um, research discussed, you know, some of the negative influences on local teenagers, like the availability of alcohol and drugs, and that, you know, that demonstration impact that they the visitors are. Uh, living this kind of um, party lifestyle and local young people think that that's mm-hmm. it's yeah. normal you know they it's those behaviors are kind of normalized so I heard that you created sort of a theater show about that yeah so Lisa um, the director of the Byron Youth Theater and our co-researchers um, have worked with us for 18 months now and based on the finding of the research they've created this um this awesome um theater performance which will be showcased in the community i think it's the performances are starting on the 7th of december so Byron youth theater is a fantastic non-for-profit social action theater company uh, which is well known in the area for um you know their thought-provoking performances they've done shows on um, youth mental health, social inclusion. Um, so they really wanted to tackle this this issue about the impacts of tourism. What a way to combine two sort of organisations to create like a show about it. That's so cool. Yeah, yeah. It's been a fantastic project and we can't wait to see the show. What do you think that the audiences will sort of gain from this? Yeah, so... Um, Having been to several of Byron Youth Theatre's performances in the past, um, I think the audience will be blown away. (laughs) I think the interesting thing about this play is that the research is forming the basis of of the whole storyline and some of the quotes as well. Um, So the young performers are actually embodying those findings that they've so carefully researched. So we're hoping that it will have, um, you know, it will open up a space for conversations in the community um, on how to promote, you know, more responsible, ethical um, forms of tourism in Byron. Tell us about the Byron Way Pledge. How did how did that sort of come about? It's, it's really interesting because it's a real grassroots initiative. So Byron Way Pledge is a set of responsible tourism principles uh, that the young people in the community would like the tourists coming to Byron to sign um, so that they can pledge respect for the environment, community and culture. And it came about because we were having conversations with the Byron Youth Theatre about, you know, having... Um, more more responsible forms of tourism and and putting some of the responsibility back with the visitors um, that they need to respect the communities in the Byron Shire. And they've created this beautiful website with photographs donated by the local photographers. And there's a series of, of pledges and visitors can come on board on, on the website, sign the pledge, and then we're hoping that they will share uh, on social media, you know, with hashtags and images um, so we're hoping to launch that um, at the at the performance in December. Yeah, definitely. That sounds amazing. It sounds like a very involved um, community sort of driven process as well. Do you think that that social media can have like an impact specifically on that Byron area if people are doing that with with the Byron Way pledge? Yeah, well, I think it could. Um, you know, it could take off on social media um, and it would be like an educational tool so people would be reading about um, you know what do they what do they need to do to respect the community what do they need to do to 
paid respect to the environment um, and understanding where there's, you know, sacred sites and where, where there's national parks that need to be, that have fragile ecosystems. So um, we're really hoping that that's the case and, you know, that we can get even more local support with Borenshite Council and Destination New South Wales. It's, it's being used as a visitor management strategies in other countries. Um, so, for example, Iceland has a national uh, pledge, um, Hawaii, New Zealand, and um, I think it's Palau, are all examples of countries that have implemented responsible tourism pledges with success. Um, and they've implemented it at a national level. So um, ours is a very local, locally driven um, initiative, but I, we're really hoping that it could become something more. Do you think that it could also, the pledge could also modify sort of people's behaviour towards how they travel and, and, and think about the impact? Yes, well, that's what we're hoping. And that's, there's, there's research emerging now that shows that it, it, it is a successful um, visitor management strategies because it, it sort of um, speaks to the heart of, you know, um, someone's emotions because they feel connected to the place that they visit after they've read the pledge and they've learnt um, information. So it really connects to that, um, you know, ethical um, moral side of a person it is a win-win situation for for both for all people yeah yeah um tell us about the you mentioned the ccyp so i'm guessing that stands for the center for children and young people um at southern cross tell us a little bit about that the center for children and young people is um is internationally renowned for its research on rights, well-being and participation of children and young people. I think what is distinct about our centre is that we approach research in a different way. Um, it's a very collaborative and participatory process where the children are not just participants in our research, but actually they become collaborators. They become advisors and sometimes co-researchers, as in the case of the Byron Youth Theatre. So we, we never start a, a research project without consulting mm -hmm. with the ch children and young people that we want to work with. And it's sort of co-developed, co-designed, which is very different to traditional research where the researcher just goes in, collects the the interviews or surveys and you know leaves how important do you think it is to i guess change the way that research is done to maybe a more like you said collaborative sort of way for us like it's really important particularly with with children and young people because um they have a different view of reality um you know we're adults yeah <laughs> um sometimes we go to our um youth advisory um groups and we we ask them, you know, are these questions suitable for our focus group? And they, you know, they sometimes come back with such simple changes and observations that we hadn't even thought about. And I think that's really important to um, do research that is meaningful, collect data that is meaningful. Do you think that it is an important thing for researchers to actually fully immerse themselves in their chosen area of study if so, like what ways can you suggest that researchers can do that? Yeah, I think, I mean, I think that's really important and, you know, it takes time. That's the other issue. Um, sometimes researchers are um, time poor, <laughs> uh, but it really, the outcomes are so much better. You know, even 
even the fact that our young people actually contribute to some of the outputs that we develop. So they contribute to fact sheets and, um, you know, sometimes even journal articles. So some of the Boring Youth Theatre members have actually co-authored a journal article with us. And, I mean, it has real impacts and it's an empower, empowering process for our young people because um, you know, they come away from the research having learnt um, things and we learn things through them as well. So I think it's a, a, a really great way to do research, but it's time consuming. <laughs> yes, but I'm sure it'd be worth it as well. Um, well, thank you so much for um, talking with me today about the Byron Wake Pledge and, and your research in the Centre for Children and Young People. Could we just remind people on how they can see that wonderful theatre show uh, on the 7th of December? Yeah, so if um, I think most people have um, Facebook, <laughs> if you go on Facebook and search Byron Youth Theatre, there's a page with an Eventbrite link that they can um, click on and book um, one of the shows. Yeah, so I really encourage you to come along. It's a great initiative. Beautiful. Well, um, thank you so much again, and I will see you later. Thanks, Lauren. Mm-hmm.